When WCHV went on the air in 1933, the Virginia Senate was 38 Democrats and two Republicans. So it looks like we have made an impact. WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning heading headlong into the 2023 General Assembly elections um, and joining us on the newsmakers line from the campaign trail for another one of these new districts. And I, and I know this is controversial amongst my friends uh, because it has caused tumult, but I actually really like these districts. We did everything wrong going into them, but we, I think in terms of compact, contiguous, sensible, uh, I, I just like them better, uh, whether or not it means Mark Obenshane and, and uh, Emmett Hanger have to chase each other or Steve Newman and Mark Peake have to decide it, you know, rock, paper, scissors, I don't know. Uh, but uh, one of the districts that doesn't have a, a senator or a delegate right now is Senate District 10 uh, in uh, Louisa and Fluvanna and Buckingham. And uh, one of the folks who would like to represent that is Dwayne Adams, Louisa County Chair, and he's on the Newsmakers uh, line with us. Dwayne, how are you doing, sir? Good morning, Joe. I'm doing fine. I mean, it's a beautiful day in Central Virginia, uh, across Senate District 10, 40 degrees of sunshine, and we're already out. We've been out for quite a while, and uh, it's a, it's a great day. I'm looking forward to today. Got a lot of events. Um, we're continuing to meet people all across East End counties. Now, I, I want to bring something in here that's not necessarily about the 10th Senate District, but it's about you, um, uh, Dwayne, specifically, because I have a whistleblower. I have an insider that gives me intel uh, from the Jefferson Madison Regional Library Board. And um, this whistleblower was on the phone with me yesterday talking about next month's meeting is pretty much the end of the end uh, on this issue of trying to take James Madison, especially James Madison's name, out of the public world under the banner of racist, slave owner, whatever. Uh, they tried, again, with the Jefferson Madison Regional Library, and you were one of the avant-garde. You, you stood up, and the Louisa Board of Supervisors uh, unanimously uh, said not just no, but hell no on that issue. Apparently, it's uh, even even the working group they set up isn't discussing such a thing anymore. However, they are going to put forward a document, he tells me, I've been told by this insider, that uh, there's going to be a document put out that if in the future anyone wants to try to change the name of the Jefferson Madison Regional Library, they're going to uh, uh, put together a document that will lay out how that would need to happen uh, there. Is that something we should all be concerned with in our local governance, especially in our counties that contribute to the library, to, to make sure that once that document is there, uh, that before it gets approved by anyone, it, uh, it's, it's not leaving the barn door open for all the horses to run out? Well, yeah, Joe. Certainly, it's something that we should be we should be concerned about. You're right. When when the uh, board of trustees um, started this ridiculous effort to take Jefferson and Madison's name off of the library board, um, I stood up here in Louisa County. Our board followed my lead. Uh, Green County came along with us, um, and, and we stopped them. And, and we stopped them because it's ridiculous. It's not their mission. It's not should not be their focus. They don't have the authority to do it. They're funded by those localities. 
And what really disturbs me is after they, they have been told, and, and by their own legal counsel, by the way, that they don't have the authority to do this, that, that, why do they continue to focus on, on, on dividing our community? Why do they continue to focus on, <clears throat> on taking Jefferson Madison's name off of the library? Why not focus on what their mission is, which is reading programs, which is literacy, which is getting children into the libraries and teaching them to read and, and, and education and that sort of thing. But instead, they continue to waste taxpayer dollars. And I've actually asked for the executive director of the library board to, to appear before our board of supervisors budget meeting because, again, our funding is, is $400,000 a year. Not one penny of taxpayer monies should be spent while they're, they're continuing to drive an issue that they have no jurisdiction over, that they've been told they can't do, and they're simply using it. This woke ideology, this, this cancel culture has got to stop. We learn from history. We don't erase history. And this is another example of when we do, on the conservative side, when we do have a victory, and we had a victory there. I led us to a victory there. We cannot stop and rest on our laurels because the liberals and the leftists will continue to work and push and move and, and, and never sleep. And <clears throat> it doesn't matter if they've been told they can't do it. It doesn't matter if they've been told that they're wrong. Um, they continue to try to move their agenda forward. We mm -hmm. can never let our guard down. We have to be uh, diligent and, and vigilant. And that's, frankly, one of the reasons I'm running for the Senate, because we have to have leadership that will stand up and take hard positions and tell the other side no, not just people who are there for their own political good or their own political gain. We have to have people who will fight for conservative values. I've got a track record of doing that, Joe. Well, and let me ask you this real quick, and we have about a minute before I have to take a live feed break here, and then we'll come back, Dwayne Adams, for uh, Senate. Um, two questions. A, make sure you tell everyone your website and Facebook and where people can find you there. Uh, but also, uh, I presume, because it's America, that not every member of the Louisa Board of Supervisors is a member of the Republican Party. I imagine Fitzgerald Barnes may or may not be. I don't know. I don't know his political affiliation, but I imagine they're not all uh, Republicans. Well, I don't know, but I do know that when our board took that stand, it was a unanimous vote, and I think that represented the will of the uh, the will of the uh, people in Louisa County, the taxpayers in Louisa County, and uh, we were united in that. I believe Green County was united in their, uh, and I don't know any of those folks' political stand, but I do know that people know the difference between right and wrong, and I was very pleased to see that not only here but also in Green. Uh, there you go, uh, working across an aisle that he doesn't even recognize being there. I like to hear stuff like that. Dwayne Adams is running for Senate. What's the website real quick before we have to run to break? Uh, Dwayne for Virginia, D-U-A-N-E, for F-O-R, Virginia spelled out, DwayneForVirginia.com. All the news, weather, and traffic you need anytime, all day, every day, being tuned in at Seville 1075 and 1260 WCH. Visiting with Dwayne Adams, one of the uh, hopefuls to win the GOP nomination to run in the new Virginia 10th uh, Senate District. Dwayne, I appreciate you uh, spending some time with us this morning. President was in Virginia talking about how the MAGA Republicans are going to take away all the government delivered health care uh, in Virginia. You know, we've we've kind of played patty cake uh, with this. I keep hearing, you know, members of this esteemed upper house talking about, well, we'll just get our money back if we opt into these Medicare schemes and scams and things like that. And meanwhile, Virginians choices.
prices in health care go down and, and their costs in health care go up. What does the Virginia Senate need to do uh, to put on Governor Yunkin's desk if you're there uh, to fix some of uh, the, the marketplace of, of health care? Well, you know, it's like everything else. Um, the less government, the better. We, we Right now, we see that we have a governor and Governor Yunkin who tries to continue to cut regulations whether it's health care, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's taxes. Um, and, and we see the Republican House backing him on that, but we see the state. They want to talk about their blue wall, the blue brick wall, um, that more government continues to, to hamper the economy, to hamper free market, to hamper capitalism. And we have to get government out of the way. More government is never the answer. We need to take, uh, if their analogy is a, is a blue a brick wall. We need to take a red bulldozer and knock that wall down. And, and, and that's one of the things I've done in Louisa County. We've reduced regulations in our county, especially on our on our businesses and individuals trying to exercise their property rights by 40%. We're getting government out of the way to let free enterprise and entrepreneurs and business do what it does best, which is innovate, create jobs, put people to work and pay taxes. And, you know, that works at every level. Uh, it certainly works. It has worked at the local level. It will work at the uh, at the state level. We just need to have people who have a proven track record of of getting government out of the way, which I do. And of course, at the national level, we've we've seen the economy flourish under great Republicans like Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump when we got the government out of the way and let free enterprise take over and do what it does best. I mean, we're convinced now the gas at $3.09 a gallon is cheap. Yet two, two and a half years ago under President Trump, gas was $1.89. We were energy independence. That's what we need to do. We need to get back to strong, conservative, Republican leadership, and that's what's lacking. And that, that's, that's frankly why I'm running. Joe, I don't have any political ambitions. I'm not a ladder climber. I don't want to go to Washington. I don't want to be lieutenant governor. But I do want to leave a better Virginia for my children and my grandchildren. And that's what motivates me to run. And and I know this, government is never the solution. Dwayne, let me ask you this then, um, on, on the subject of uh, governing. Uh, Governor Yunkin has talked about all of the above energy solutions. Uh, we kind of stumbled, and I think we got a platypus designed by government committee. You know, that's what they say. Platypus is a beaver designed by government committee uh, in these uh, SCC new regulations out of this General Assembly. You, as a board member in Louisa, have, are unique because you have a nuclear power generating facility in your uh, jurisdiction. What does Virginia, as a senator, what does Virginia need to know about Governor Yunkin's plan regarding, and do you support his plan for expanding nuclear power uh, in the Commonwealth? Well, Joe, short answer is yes. I'm a all-of-the-above solution when it comes to power. You know, let's be clear. Fossil fuels have created the capitalistic society that we have in the United States and propelled us to where we're at. And to demonize fossil fuels all of a sudden is foolish and ridiculous. Now, we're, even the president admitted in his State of the Union address that we were going to have to rely on fossil fuels. He said 10 years. It's more like the next 50. But when you look specifically at nuclear, in my mind, nuclear is the way of the future. You're right. Louisa County has one of only two nuclear plants in Virginia. 
but the governor has talked about, and I know the technology is there, and I know that Louisa County is very receptive uh, to a new technology, and I think Central Virginia is uniquely um, positioned, and that's small modular reactors. Small modular reactors are the future of of, of, of re- renewable or clean, clean energy. Mm-hmm. They don't take up massive amounts of land like solar projects. Um, and they, they can use some existing grids that we have and infrastructure, whether that's Southwest Virginia or here in Central Virginia, um, abandoned coal mines, abandoned coal, uh, it's not mines, abandoned coal plants. Um, here we have the transmission lines. So I am a proponent of we have to do everything as a nation, but certainly Virginia's part, to get us off of the dependency of, of fuel from people who not don't like us, Joe. These people hate us. Mm-hmm. So why should we be sending this massive transfer of wealth overseas when we can do it here? We can do it right here in Virginia. We can do it right here in central Virginia. And I think the small modular reactor approach that, that is being talked about right now, I think it has great potential, and I fully support uh, in, in that type of technology. Dwayne Adams, the last uh, one, because we're coming up on our news, but uh, talk about delegates, all these uh, units, you're a party chair, you're a unit chair uh, in Louisa, but uh, you know these units are all going to be making their decision on their delegates very soon, so people need to get to their unit chairs and, and uh, enter, because this, this really is going to be the decider in this district. It's uh, heavily Republican, uh, and so whoever wins this uh, convention is going to likely be the senator. Yeah, there's no doubt. Now, I'm not the unit chair. I'm, I'm chairman of the Board of Supervisors. I'm not the unit chair in, in, in Louisa. Um, but you're right. The units are starting to close their delegate filing. Some of them are closing as early as March the 15th, some March the 27th. And we're in all of these counties, and, 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 and we're reaching out to people that go to conventions. Um, you you were at our, our, our official kickoff, even though we were the first ones in the race and, and uh, have been campaigning for 14 months for this position. You know, I, I was very pleased and um, and to get the endorsement of Congressman Bob Good, the most conservative member of Congress. And we're going to all of these units and talking to people. And with Congressman Good's full endorsement, we're fighting delegates across these counties. It's important that we have those delegates. Those delegates are going to come on March the 6th in Buckingham County, which is a Saturday. Convention starts at 1030. It's quite simply then a matter of numbers. Who gets their delegates there? I, I know that we're leading in the delegate count because people are rallying around our conservative message of addressing kitchen table issues, not engaging in gutter politics like some of the other folks are doing. I don't personally attack anyone. I want to bring solutions to the table. And when you have people, Joe, like Delegate Nick Freitas, um, Congressman Bob Good, who are Senator Bryce Reeves, who are backing our campaign, they're doing it for a reason. They know that I'm the conservative choice with a proven record of leadership and results. I've got and a, that's the message we're taking to these counties, and that's why we're having hundreds of people sign up as delegates. I've got to run to the news, Dwayne. Again, uh, Dwayne for Virginia is the website, if I wrote it down correctly. You have a blessed morning, sir. Thank you. You too. Enjoy the day. Bye-bye.